I would like to welcome everybody to the next episode of the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest just won the Challenge All-Stars. He's originally from Road Rules Semester at Sea. It's Yes Duffy. So the next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast, we last saw him actually win the first ever season of the Challenge All-Stars. All the way back from Road Rules Semester at Sea, it's Yes Duffy. Yes, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, man. Um, I want to start with just 2020 was a crazy year. I always start just how are you doing? How's life? How was the last year in your life going for you? Uh, 2020 was wild, man. I don't know. I it, yeah, For all of us, what that was a rough one. Mm-hmm. Packed on a bunch of pounds, uh, you know, stress eating in the late night. Mm-hmm. Got two kids, Zoom schooling them at home. Man, it was wild. We, I was ready for anything. By the time... I got a call from Mark Long. Um, I had, you know, we had all been through the gauntlet so far. So I was like, all right, you want to pile on another mystery, another adventure? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about a little bit about that, uh, about getting the call. Was there any hesitations to, to go on this season, especially after you haven't been on TV in 17, 18 years and we're in the middle of a pandemic? Was there any hesitation or were you like, yeah. I'm like, the house? Like, what was no, your- totally. The first hesitation was a public health one. It really was like, hey, am I supposed to go maskless in a house with 20 other people right now and compete? Um, you know, if somebody gets sick, what are we going to do? Um, if I get sick, I, I can't afford to get sick. It, don't, it ain't going to work. So uh, they really quickly, though, uh, production was like, no, we got this. We hire a whole team that takes care of everybody's health. So that was cool. Um, and that I just trusted them. And then the other part was, um, was I ready? And were, were, was I going to be able to do it? No, man, I was, I, there was a lot of considerations. Um, I was, I would have told you probably I was 50, 50 when they first called. Cause I told the, I told Mark, Oh yeah, I'll do it. But that was cause I didn't believe it was really going to happen. <laughs> That's good. Um, so I do want to talk about like the first couple of days, obviously you guys had to be in quarantine. Um, but if you could just talk about the, the, what was it like seeing everybody for the first time in the house? Who were you surprised to see? Like, just what was that atmosphere like of all of you guys reunited after all these years? Well, it was cool, you know, quarantine and then the house. Yeah. Because they are totally opposite scenarios, right? Quarantine is funny, you know, it's kind of like we're at like the dog kennel, you know, where everyone's in their own little box and you can't talk to each other, you know, or prison, whatever you want to call it. Um, I enjoyed it, but we were all separate, but we got to, for me, quarantine was the secret to success because I got to sleep in, I got fed, and I got to focus on my game plan. And that, to do that for seven days as like a retreat, that just made it so that when I entered the house, I was ready to go. I was, in my mind, I was ready for anything to happen. And I was also at peace with myself and able to just like meet people honestly and genuinely. So that was cool. Quarantine, it's almost like I wish if I, you know, if I do other challenges, I want quarantine no matter what, because I want to be able to focus first. I, I'd be curious if any other athletes do that, like before a boxing match or before other like big sports competitions, if they just like have a day, two, three or four days of just focus and retreat style, because it really, really was, was great. Um, 
so there's that. And then getting into the house, that now all it's like you open the floodgates. We just go barreling in the house and we're looking. This place is amazing, of course, the, the fly fishing river in the backyard and the hot tub and everything. So um, the house was just wonderful. And then jumping in with all the people, um, we just, we just the, the train left the station immediately. We were just off and running right away. It was good. I was rolling with pros. It was good to see them. Uh, doing their thing and I, I was impressed was there anybody you were surprised to see or surprised you didn't see because for some of the fans there was a lot of rumors that two names coral and veronica were going to be there um so was anybody like you as actually being on the show like were surprised that you didn't see or that were there yeah i mean we we tried to sniff out who was going to be there during quarantine mm -hmm. and um i got to learn a little bit about that but I texted Veronica and I hadn't talked to her in like 10 years, but I texted her and was like, Veronica, are you going to be able to make it? She's like, I don't know. I got passport issues. I'm not sure. Um, so I thought she might be there, um, but she wasn't. And then otherwise I was ready for whatever. I knew that there are a whole lot of people that got skills that have done this before and, um, and that I may not just know who they are. Mm -hmm. So the next thing I want to do is for every uh, guest I have, I play kind of like a first impression game with them. So I just want to give you like three people on the season. And can you just give me your first impression when meeting them or seeing them for the first time? Um, so the first person I have, what was your first impression of seeing um, Trichelle? She's a star. <laughs> Trichelle just got that starry aura. You know, uh -huh. we met in the elevator at the hotel and she I knew it was her right away, and I know that she's just got that, that fancy classiness, that uh, southern fancy style that I just uh, I, I thought was cool right away. Mm -hmm. All right, the next one I have is Cyrus. First impression. Cyrus is the homie. I'm stoked to see him because I know when it comes to like social justice and racial justice issues, he's the guy. So like I knew that I had somebody in the game that I, I respect and relate. So I was just like, man, this dude hasn't skipped a beat. Mm -hmm. And then the next one I have is somebody you were close with this season, Jemmy. Jemmy came up to me and had to tell me what her angle was. And she just was like, hey, hi, I'm Jemmy. I think you're gonna win this. I got your back. <laughs> I'm homies with Veronica. Veronica told me to be nice to you. So I'm gonna be nice to you. I was like, wow, this is how it goes. Jemmy, you're the bomb. Jemmy was cool. She was cool out the gate. She was cool with everybody. Yeah, so that was actually my next question was, it's, it was like so cool to see you and Jemmy's relationship, friendship, allyship this season. I was going to ask like how it started, but it looks like mm -hmm. that's where, where it Yeah, started. it was kind of Veronica. You know, Veronica and I go way back to when we were both 19 years old on the road rules. So mm -hmm. um, Veronica came a long way, won some championships. And um, she was the reason that Challenge 2000 All-Stars, she's the reason we won that one, too. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't the reason. I, I skydived and missed the whole target, scored no points for our team. She scored, a, hit the bullseye. Yeah. So um, she went through and has done a lot for herself. Um, and then, so her and I are homies. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's cool. Yeah. All right, the next thing I want to go to is a little bit of the drama in the house. Um, so... Probably the biggest altercation we had was Katie and Trishel. Um, you guys weren't a part of that, but I just wanted to know what, what your take on that 
in the house was like what was your thought process about that whole night that that was interesting because that happened really early out of the gate i don't know it was like day three day four something like that and i still didn't like i didn't know who was friends with who already like i didn't know they had lived together some people i mean they're sort of fighting like sisters almost because they lived together so long ago and i didn't know that and i know like easy was at katie's wedding and there was like there's just like all these old connections that i'm still figuring out but so that's the way I figured out their connection. I was in bed and it was like 3.30 in the morning. And I just hear like, I hear a clatter, like like things are being thrown. Furniture was being moved and it was just all hell had broken loose. I thought the way it sounded, I thought like five people were in the fight. Um, and so, yeah, the shit went down. I was like, here we go. We're living in it. And then my roommates, you know, I'm looking out for them too. I, I just met them. And the next day, each one of them had come up to me like to to just discuss the situation with each other and what to do so that was cool it made me feel like they're friends because they came over and were like here's what happened i don't know what to do and trishelle was like i really want to talk to katie but she doesn't really want to talk to me right now and katie came up to me and she's just like trishelle really wants to talk to me but i don't want to talk to her right now so um they they included me in their in their situation so i thought that was cool i felt like part of our our real family yeah (laughs) i'm okay i'm okay with the drama i don't have like i'm pretty peaceful but i actually think i think discussing intense topics with each other is actually important yeah um so the next one i want to go to was the big um elimination with arissa um where she was sent into elimination against beth and she didn't do the elimination and after it came out, there were some things that came on Twitter about her food situation. So I could just ask, what was your take on that whole situation, like in the house and at Illumination? Yeah, it was rough because Arissa, she's a special person. I never met her before. She is a, a, a special soul and a special person in this world. Very, very unique um, and very smart and, and um, has a lot to offer. Um, so that was cool. And she also is someone who doesn't compromise any of her ideals um, in her life, and which, which were great. And for this though, she, has, she had some allergies and she told us about it. And so, um, yeah, she, I don't know what all of her allergies are, but because she has food allergies, she's a chef. She, can, she cooks all her own food. And so she, all her little cooking area, I mean, it was amazing. She like, cooks up all this stuff. And when, uh, when she's in the kitchen, it just smelled so good. We almost had a, a family dinner. We were going to do this whole, like, each person make a dish family dinner. We were all too busy to do it. But that would have been a, a, a real Arissa moment because food is really special to her. Community and family is special to her. But that said, we're living in a house, a, a group living situation where people at 3.30 in the morning are like, just digging around in the kitchen making a mess and so that didn't really go very well so there were a couple times when she was like hey this mess with all my stuff i'm allergic if if your stuff touches my stuff i'm allergic so that was a struggle for her we tried to help her as much as we could but anyone with that much food sort of that much sort of allergy issues will struggle in a house like this because the people in the house are not all like super tight and we don't we we're just so different yeah um, so the next thing I want to get into is more of the gameplay aspect. Um, so you were at the end, the final elimination, it was kind of, you were kind of got a couple of votes. Um, I want to ask like, how close were you to getting sent in? Um, I think you had three votes at the end. And then you just talk about like the politics, cause it was only a 45 minute episode. So we didn't get to see all the talking and yeah. the meeting. So you you don't really get to see. 
that I mean, people talk literally for like hours about this stuff. Yeah. You know, you can't make a whole show about that, but there's always a lot of backstory. You know, I was first, I was, I feel like I was on the tip of people's tongues like earlier on in the game, you know, even when tech was going to go in tech's like, well, I'm going to say your name, you know? And so there was a little bit of ideas around that. I know at different times people are like, Oh, when's yet, when's yes going to go? We got to, we got to throw a yes in. But um, we managed to, to um, that didn't happen. Then Katie was like, all right, yes, you're coming with me. So Katie was going to bring me in with LT. She was like, it's your LT. I was like, okay. So I was ready to go in then. And I really thought she was going to bring me in. But in the end, she brought in LT. So then they got sent home. And so there I was. I was still there. And I knew then that since I didn't, since Katie said it's yes or LT and, and LT goes home, and yes is left. And I knew at the next elimination, then they're going to just throw in yes, unless I get first place. And so I tried my best. I went all out to get first place on the, the rib cage pass. Mm -hmm. And I had got yanked by my hardest. I was going all crazy. Everything got crazy and I fell. And so um, I had to sprint for it. And so then I was like, all right, I know I'm going in. Mm -hmm. And I asked, I actually asked Anissa for some advice. And I've asked her advice too. And I just was like, hey, you think I need to go talk to people? You think I might be going in? And Lisa's like, you need to go talk to people. I was like, all right. So I went and talked to people to find out what was going on. And so in the way that that deliberation went, I didn't know that Hasella had really worked up this like, let's get rid of yes thing. And um, I was shocked. And then after it all happened, once Nehemiah got chosen, to go in there was frustration amongst the, the group a lot of people were they were like oh my god how do we vote that way how did it end up with nehemiah what did, what the hell just happened i thought we had the votes i thought we had a plan now nehemiah's going in and people were all upset and um and i was just like walking by like all right i guess i'm not going in i'm going to the final um i was i felt lucky and also that um you know, Hassel's plan didn't work. And, and uh, Jemmy always explained it the best. I go to Jemmy if I need to know what's going on with the social temperatures, because she'll, she kind of keeps tabs on things and she can explain it really well. Yeah, she's good at the politics. Yeah, she, she knows who's with who and who did what and who yeah. said what, and she can sum it all up real well. It's good. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to get into the final now a little bit. Um, my first question is, it was one of the biggest finals we've ever seen. Mm. You being in the final, do you think it was too many people? Would you have liked to see more eliminations and a smaller final, like three or four teams? Or were you happy with the, I think it started with 12 people or 11 people, and then it got Yeah, it started 12, and then we yeah. narrowed down to 10. I liked a lot of people. I never did a final with less than that. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I never did a final. Yeah. So... I like a lot of people. I mean, I like races. I like big group competitions. I like teamwork. I, you know, the, the way to win that final is through teamwork. And yeah, it's individual at the end, but really working with your partner is, is a mental game. And um, it's, it's always a mental game because you never know when you're done. You never know what TJ is going to throw at you. So you got to keep, you're only as fast as your slowest teammate. doesn't matter how big your team is. If you're in a race, you got to take care of the slowest teammate. And what's interesting about racing, especially adventure racing, when you race in groups, each different people take turns being the slowest teammate. 
So like when I'm racing for 12 hours or something in an adventure race, there's times when I'm helping pull teammates along. And then there's times when they're pulling me mm-hmm. and it just has to do with nutrition, has to do with your sleep, of course, and your endurance. So it's a team thing. I love the team thing. I love big groups. I thought it'd be cool because more stuff can happen. The more people you have, the more things can happen, which I think is cool. I think also people thought that they, that their quitting was going to happen in the final. Yeah. And they're really, it, they were damn close to quitting. There was a number of like close moments to quitting and that would have also narrowed it down. Yeah. With the peppers um, or the jalapenos, whatever the spicy thing you guys had to eat was. Um, I want to talk about yeah. the end where you passed Durrell. Um, so as a viewer, we don't get to see like the times and how far people are back. So I was just wondering, right. it looks like you were pretty close and you were very smart with how you were going to pass him. How close were you to the finish line once you passed him? Were you right there or did you have a long time where you- No, we were like halfway. It was like the halfway point. Cause on that final, it was a pretty long hike, but um, you got to go all through the woods and then you emerge from the woods and you get above the tree line because we're over in, you know, we're in, we're in Patagonia. So once you get above the tree line, that's where all the snow and everything, trees don't grow up there. Um, so, and it's just all rocks. And I passed him just as it became like bare rocks. And so I was about halfway through. I wasn't sure if I was going to pass him. I mean, I had, I knew that I was going to do my best endurance wise. Like I knew what my body was capable of and I pushed it, but um, I was like, damn, Darrell's got the heat, man. That dude, that dude can run. He didn't tell me he runs marathons, but uh, yeah, and his wife too. She, she, she beat him at the marathons too. So I, they, they got a family that's got athletic prowess, yeah. you know, which is cool. Family of athletes. Um, so I want to get into my next question. Um, so obviously you win, and then we get Darrell in second, and John A. Kellyanne tie for third. Um, so Kellyanne put out a tweet last week. I don't know if you saw it. Um, it was just like a huge, it was like a paragraph. And she explained that she thinks females, there should be a female and a male champion. Um, and I was just to know you being there and also being the winner, like what was your take on the whole situation of you being the only winner and then the comments that there should be a female and male winner? Yeah, you know, I supported Kellyanne in that idea. She was talking about that early on too. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally support her in that, in, in, in that idea. Um, I think in the past, we've seen a lot of things generally benefit men more than women um, mm-hmm. on these shows and just in society, American society in general. I think there's a male advantage in a lot of ways that sometimes is overt and sometimes is, is really covert. And so for her to bring that up and try to say, hey, look, Let's make sure this is fair. What does fair really look like is a, is a really good question. Um, at first, I wasn't totally entertaining the idea because I had won and I was just like, look, we were teams and I won and girls have, women have beat me at, at many races that I've done and I kind of was defensive. And I was like, look, women can beat me. They just didn't this time. But that, that's really, is not the point at all. That was actually me just being a defensive male. Mm-hmm. Um, really what I learned from her and what I learned from her writing was, um, was that it's, it's totally true that um, we've got to be more careful at making sure that everybody gets a fair shake at this and that it doesn't skew. I mean, one of the biggest things is, and this is just the truth, as a man showing up on the challenge, you know, I don't have to worry if every challenge, each time there's a new challenge, if it's going to be skewed against me. Mm-hmm. But I know that women do. 
And so that alone, just psychologically wondering if it's actually going to be fair is a burden. And men don't have to carry that burden. Women do. There's already inequality. So that said, I won. It was great. I'm glad that I won. I'm glad I beat everybody and I know that I earned it. Yeah. And, uh, and I know I can't do it alone. Yeah. But uh, I also think the bigger picture is in, you know, in sports and just in society in general, what she's bringing up, super important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to get into after. Um, there's been talks that's already been confirmed for a season two. Um, there's been some rumors that they might try to change up the theme and do like a real world versus road rules, two teams, or a battle of the seasons like uh, you did with Veronica. So I want to know if you would return for another season of All-Stars and is there any themes you would like to see or would you like to do another individual season like the first season? I, no matter what they do, I want, I want it to be unique. I want it to be fresh. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be just nostalgic about let's redo the old things and see what happens. We're different now. We're as, we're, everything's different now. So in that regard, I think we got enough minds at the table to come up with something totally fresh. Mm -hmm. I think just like they've always invented new things. You know, the last show I was on, they hadn't invented eliminations yet. And you know, I think that was a big one that's been really lasting and exciting for the show. I think they should invent something totally new. They got a whole huge crop of us uh, that are willing to jump in the game. I don't know what that newness is, but I do think that as someone that's now 40 years old or, you know, 42 years old with a family, I got, I just got a lot, in, a lot of tools in the toolbox. Yeah. And so this isn't just a game written for 19 year olds anymore. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I do want to talk about, we're talking about new. So there's obviously going to be some new cast members next season, just that's how the seasons work. What would your thoughts be on the three, I wouldn't want to say faces of the show, but Bananas, Wes, and CT coming to do All-Stars, since they're your guys' age and uh, time frame of the show, but they never left. So would you guys, before them coming, I know a lot of fans don't want them to go onto your show just because they want it to be like the older people they haven't seen in a while. What would your thoughts be? Somebody that's been on the show. Um, oh, well, I'd love, I'd love to duke it out with those guys. That'd be fun. Of course, we'd have fun. Anybody out there, I'd love to, to see them at their best. I'll show up at my best and we'll see who can take it to the top of the mountain. That's just the fun of the game. I know they got it in their, their spirit to win and, and so do I. So mm -hmm. that's just good times. And, and a lot of the women out there too that are, that are pretty amazing athletes. Um, in terms of, I think getting caught up on the words is a little weird. All-stars, who's an all-star, who's not? I don't, I think they shouldn't call it all-stars. I mean, in 2000, I won, the, the only other show that I won was called All-Stars and it was 20 years ago. So like who's an all-star and when is a bit funny, but the criteria around what do the fans want to see? What is a ingredient that mixes up a new, some sort of new show that is really exciting to see. It sounds like fans want to see some new twists and new ideas. So if those people can bring something to that formula, then awesome. I think that's what's key. The fact that we're old school and nobody saw us for a long time, that's really interesting. And that's great. Um, the fact that, you know, if, if people, if people are just going to know what they're going to get, well, then that's really boring, right? So everyone's got to come fresh and come correct with something new. The scenario's got to be new. I think any of these cats that people like Bananas or any or Wes or anybody who they think we know what we're going to get because we've seen them so much, 
we need a scenario where we don't know where, what we're going to get, even if it's with them. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, we haven't seen you in, uh, I think it's been 17, 18 years. Was there ever a time where you thought you were going to return to the, the show on MTV, the channel, like the regular challenge? Or was it like once you were done, I think your last season was Battle of the Sexes, I think, or Battle of the yeah. Sexes? Yeah. Um, once you were done with that, were you like done? Or was there ever a time where you were like contemplating coming back? There's times when I was interested in coming back, uh, especially when I was younger in the, in the earlier 2000s. Um, there were times when I was interested, but mostly I was busy with my career. So I was in graduate school. I went and got two master's degrees. And then I was teaching in graduate school. And I started a few nonprofits. I moved to Seattle, um, fell in love. My wife proposed to me, wound up getting married, like had a family. It just like think the momentum was just rolling. So I was just going. So I wasn't really, I was going after new jobs and my new jobs, I mean, were just really successful as an architect. So that was cool. But when I see it, if I see it like on YouTube and stuff, I'm like, oh, damn, man. Wow, that's next level. Who's that guy? Who's Derek? You know, who, who are these people? And um, I was like, man, could I roll with them? Well, maybe I'll get a call someday. So I kept it in the far back of my mind that uh, I could do this. And it's just crazy that it happened. It's just so I would not have bet that this would have happened. Yeah. All right. I got one last fan question to wrap up and then we can just wrap it up. Um, so if you were sent this question in, I'm just gonna hold on, let me just zoom in really quick. All right, they asked um, so before All Stars, um, did you keep in touch with anybody from the MTV world, whether it be road rules, the challenge? Who did you keep in touch with from your uh, past time on TV? From our past time there, yeah. I haven't kept i I still have their contact, but I didn't keep in touch with anybody. I mean, so my cast was actually pretty like varied. Ayana, Pua, Pavo. Sean, we were all, we all like went back and had families and just had busy lives. On Facebook, we kept in touch a little bit, but um, I, you know, living in the Bay Area, there aren't that many people around here. I kept in touch with Malik. Malik hooked me up a few times. He's, he's in the Bay Area. Um, so uh, real world Malik, he's dope. I grew up near him and he, we're all part of the same crew. Um, he's, he's doing a lot of cool stuff in the art world in Oakland. Mm -hmm. So we connected. But um, otherwise, no, I mean, a lot of the folks are in LA and stuff, so we're just not close enough. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. All right, well, I wanna say thanks for doing this. Um, this is the time where I wanna give you just anything you wanna shout out, your Instagram, where people can find you, just any last words you wanna say. Last words, I don't know. I just wanna say thanks for having me and that this is a new experience. The, the, the experience continues, you know, it just, this is a new beginning, so I'm excited to be a part of it. It's good to meet you. Thanks for what you're doing. And thanks for, you know, all the people out there, all the fans out there. It's great. You know, when I did it last time, not only was it just like fan emails is all I'd get, but it's also the only interviews we did were just like corporate media, you know, and now the interviews we do and the sort of the, the story that gets told is, is by all of you who are working hard on, on the fan side to just like, dig dig out the dirt and get the tea and figure out what's really going on that's yeah. just exciting to me it's really cool you can catch me on instagram yes on everything that's uh and i i post general things about my life lately it's been a lot of things about about the challenge but um it's, it's usually a lot of positive stuff mm -hmm. and it's about architecture too on san about san francisco right you're in the bay area yeah yep and i'm i also I, as my architecture firm has their own instagram as well um, and that's yes architects. Yes, and um, so I've got two and um, 
yeah, I, I post all kinds of stuff, but generally I only post stuff people might really want to see. I don't post like when I'm having the worst day in the world. I keep that, I keep that quiet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks again for doing this. Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate right. it. And Thank yeah. You. Yep. Be all in right. touch anytime. You got my information. Yep. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your all day. Right, all right. Yeah, you too. All right, Dylan. That was the episode with Yes Duffy. Thank you for listening. You can find Yes on Instagram at Yes on Everything. And I'm at Dylan underscore Deckard underscore.